Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, May 18th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adelia Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. my fellow Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. Tim Ma Fine Gettys. What was that? That was me throwing hands because it's fighting game season, everybody. <laughs> that was the worst, worst thing I've what? ever seen in my life. I had to debate, do I throw my left hand with my right hand or do I throw my right hand with my left hand? And either way, it wouldn't have been good, but that was probably the I, worst like, version. I thought you were going for a swing because nope. I was like, oh, yeah, after this, they're doing the stream. Uh, it was they're a swing and a miss. Playing, but... playing golf. But I was like, that was more of a baseball swing. And then when you finished it, yeah, your arm, your hand kind of flailed there. Yeah. And I was like, I just don't know what this is anymore. Well, you can't throw your arm too far, you know? I mean, your hand too far. Whatever. Man. Let's move on. Let, let, let's, let's move, move on. on. Tim, how I are you doing apologize. this morning? Hmm? How are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, a couple weeks ago, I got pulled over by the, the popo yeah. for the first time in a decade plus. Mm. All right. Wasn't happy about it. Some dumb bullshit. Don't need to get into it. I, just, I need to <laughs> fix a, a I was stick, going 40 whatever. miles over the, over the MPH. Today, <laughs> cop pulls up behind me on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, here we fucking go. And the thing is, I knew that because I'm still waiting for the sticker, mm-hmm. I could still I could be in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the guy gave me a, a little note that I could. He's like, if you get pulled over again, just show him the note, and then you're gonna yeah. be totally fine. So I was like, oh, this is just inconvenient. I got places to go, people to see. All your right. Your registration was expired, or your like car thing was expired. It was there. For, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My my shit got lost in the mail. My sticker. I paid yeah. for it. That, so okay. I didn't get okay. the sticker. In That's time. fair enough. That was my problem. So um, out here riding dirty. I get it. <laughs> 100%, 100%. So this guy pulls up behind me, turns on the little siren things, or not, but not the noise, just the, the lights. All right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, fuck, here we go. So I pull over and like he pulls up onto the road because he's on the motorcycle. And I'm just like sitting there waiting and he doesn't come up to me. Mm. He's what? And I'm pulled over, double like the blinkers on. I'm just like, and I'm trying to look back at him and he's just chilling. He didn't pull me over at all. This is the equivalent of like somebody waving hi to you and then you wave back yeah. and you realize they're waving to the guy behind you. Yeah. But there's a protocol here. You go behind somebody and I was the only person there and you turn those things on. I'm pulling over. That's on him. No, that's not on you. I was sitting there for like, I don't know, 30 seconds. And like there was a weird moment where I was like, do I just go? Mm. But I'm like, even though I'm pretty sure I could just go, I'm not going to just go. <laughs> Tim, do you do the thing where when you see a cop in your vicinity, you start driving extra safe oh yeah i start i start hitting the full stops at the stop signs but i would never do that on my own like i start making sure i'm going at the speed limit 100 percent. i drive like that happened to me yesterday where i saw a cop behind me i started driving like a saint i I was i had my i had what the 10 and 2 my my hands were on the 10 and 2 again i was hitting the full stops i was i was was being good and i was being a a good citizen out there i don't mean to call you out but you're you're a pretty safe driver even without uh you know thank you i appreciate eyes around you you know that's that's because you've been driving with kevin coelho who is in the top five most chaotic drivers I've ever driven with. That's true. Chaotic's a good word. It's a good yeah. word. Yeah. But this, the story ends with me sitting there how, long enough to have the moment of like, do I drive away or do I get <laughs> out of my car? start driving away? Turns into a car chase. <laughs> yeah, now exactly. you're fucking arrested for no, resisting arrest. It ends with him getting out of his car, angrily walking over, looking at me, telling me to roll down the window. I roll it down and he just goes, hey, you can go. I'm not waiting for you. And I was just like, okay, thank you. And just left. <laughs> but it was That's like, why really are you funny. so angry? That's like, really funny. I did what I thought I was supposed to do. <laughs> That's on him. That's on fucking him. On he him, just wanted man. to exert his power. You Jesus. Know, fucking police. ACAB. Oh, um, man. My, my, my day's been going decently to me. Yeah. 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 There's a new Mortal Kombat trailer out there. I'm excited to watch that here with you today. Um, yesterday I went on, I went online, I scheduled an appointment for a haircut that I was very excited about because I'm going to LA this week. Uh, I'm doing a shoot. And so I'm like, I want to look, I want to look good for that shoot. And also summer game fest, a bunch of things are happening. Mm-hmm. Let me look good. Let me spruce up my, my, my looks. Um, I go online, I schedule the, the haircut. I then get a call from my barber, um, the, yesterday morning. And he was like, Hey man, I just burnt my hand. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Oh, oh man, that sucks. Oh no, he what needs does, those. Yeah, I'm like, what does that mean for me? And he's like, yeah, we got to reschedule the haircut. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But hey, like, is there a way we can get it done before Thursday evening? Because I got to fly out Thursday evening, and I'm hoping to get it done before then. He's like, oh, you know what? In that case, I'm gonna just link you with my guy Rob. Like, come through. Rob is uh, he cuts here next to me. Just show up to Rob, and we'll get he'll get, he'll get it done for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm a bit apprehensive because i my no, barber knows me yeah. me, me and my barber mm-hmm. we're like this mm-hmm. you know like he understands my needs i understands i understand his needs i guess his needs money i, I pay him um <laughs> but so i get there uh, yesterday evening after work and rob is the oldest man i've ever seen in my life hell yeah <laughs> the oldest man and i can tell that the, like the bar the barber shop is organized in a pretty good way where they got people serving different demographics. Rob is definitely the person that is cutting the older people's hair that is, that is walking to the barber. Okay. He was the only one that was available that day for me to be able to come through and get my hair cut. And I'm like, all right, like, I'm already here. Uh, I guess I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have Rob cut my hair. Like, if, if my barber trusts you, Rob, I trust you. <laughs> and so I sit down in that, in that seat. I tell him what I want. I even show him a picture. I show him a picture of King's Disease 2 by Nas. I'm like, give me this. This is what I want. This. Yeah, give me this album cover. That's what I want to look like. And when I tell you this man cut my hair way shorter than I wanted. Yeah. And I was such in a bad mood after my haircut last year. Yeah. Night. I was telling you, yesterday I was telling you, you look best at your first and at the end of your haircut. Yeah. I think this one's going to grow into where you want to be. Yeah. And when you get that middle part good, mm. you're maximizing your, your good hair days. I hope so, man. I'm making the best of it. I, I, oh, man. Beard's, Beard's oh, man. <laughs> um, and honestly, like, I'm probably making a too big it's, of a deal it of it. It looks good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You look good. I think I it looks good. It. And I think it's going to look better. Thank you, Tim. Mm-hmm. Do you know what probably looks good? It's going to look better when it's in our hands. Mortal Kombat 1. Let's talk about it because today's stories include Mortal Kombat 1 has finally been revealed. GTA 6 could come out early as next year and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games Daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you, a new Kind of Funny Games cast is up right now, and it's everyone's First impressions on Zelda Tears of the Kingdom after the first weekend of playing the game. Of course, you can catch that on YouTube.com slash games and on the Gamescast podcast feed. And then today, Greg puts the Kind of Funny Championship on the line uh, on the green. That's right. Greg, Nick, and Andy and Mike are hitting the links of EA PGA Tour in a sponsored stream to determine who's the best at golf. Tune in on Twitch, <laughs> and that's not that's not me doing a weird weird way of saying it. that's how it's spelled. It's spelled Garf with an R. Yep. Uh, tune in on Twitch and YouTube Thursday after KFGD, uh, or that's today after KFGD, uh, to see Greg easily defend his championship against three losers. This message is brought to you by Greg Miller. And then on Friday, that's tomorrow, May 19th, we're celebrating Kev and Mike's birthday with a special Subathon Marathon stream. We're going to be in our PJs, we're going to build a fort, and go late if you wanted to. Come join us for snacks, games, and some sleepover vibes. And then only on YouTube in the live stream, there's going to be a 30-minute post-show. Not today. Not today, though. That's usually during the other days of the week, you're going to get that live yeah. stream. <laughs> not we're not today. doing it today because the, the golf stream is going to be a bigger production. A lot of stuff going on. So we're, we want to get to it ASAP. Oh, we need yeah. a little more time to do the do the switcheroo. But speaking of housekeeping real quick, I mm-hmm. want to give one more shout out to our the Tears of the Kingdom Gamescast that went live. Yeah. Uh, because it was a joy to record that episode. Like there's, It's so rare that a game comes along that all of us are just in love with Mm -hmm. for different reasons and being able to share those reasons with each other and like like get that secondhand kind of like thrill that you get from even playing the game and hearing someone play it differently all of it like there's there's a something special about the kind of funny games cast that went live today so check it out there was a thing that bear showed me in the game this morning that blew my mind and i'm again i'm somebody that's finished the game i played almost 80 hours of the game Bear showed me a thing where I'm like, absolutely no way. Like, I can't believe this is a thing that's in the game. And I'm, it's special that a game can do that after so long of playing it. It's so good. I'm three hours away from having played 50 hours in the first week. Hell yeah, dude. Wild. Look at us. 
gamers. Gamers, baby. There's a bunch of gamers. <laughs> I have had the worst sleeping schedule this last week. It's been hard. That's that. That's yeah. the gamer life. You know, last, that's part, that's part of what did, it is. I, last night I hit 10.45 and I was like, it's, it's time to go to bed. But yeah, I've had three 2.30 a.m. nights in the last week. Heck it's yeah, been, dude. It's been a lot. Feels good, man. Speaking of gamers, thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have seven stories today. A baker's dozen. Starting with our number one. You know it's got to be a banger news story when our number one story isn't a Zelda story. All right. We're talking about Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat game has been announced. Um, we're going to start off with a trailer reaction to it. Yes, have I you seen it. the trailer this morning? I see, have seen bits and pieces of it, but I have not seen it with audio. Sick. I've also seen small bits and pieces, mainly like screenshots and stuff people were yeah. sharing on Twitter, but I'm not watching the whole thing. Barrett has it pulled up, and we're going to watch it right now. I fade in to Liu Kang. time. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is, it is time. Let's fucking go. You know what? It is time, Netherrealm. Thank you. Also, time. Time to what wake up it? to a new reality. Kung Lao. To a blank canvas that I have painted in with warmth and peace. I assume this is in my um, new era. The choice is yours. Fire God Liu Kang talking. Whether to live in quiet serenity. I love the vibe of this. Strife. A little more. Not what I expected. Realistic, grounded. I don't know. A bit right more serene than you expect from Mortal Kombat. Serene's a good word. A lot, prosperity. a lot more warmer colors. So there we got Katana. All bitter rivalry. And then Melina. Just covering oh, the, the teeth. Scorpion. You can face each other. Scorpion Sub Zero about to spur up at a bar. <laughs> Or united as brothers. Huh. But a storm is brewing. And hey, this is high. <laughs> this video. Discover that even in this new era, one constant remains. Is that? Who's that gonna be? Is that Shang Tsung? Yeah. There is always something worth fighting for. Oh, here we go. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. We should have We might have should have. We should have done the content warning. Possibly. <laughs> hey guys, it's mortal fucking. There's gonna be violence you if you're watching the video version. Defy peace. Then you have chosen war <laughs> with a god. Oh dear. There is no god. That's why I said. <laughs> <laughs> who's that, who's that, that he just fucked up that way? We can we can rewrite it after this. Wasn't that Shang Song? Was that Shang Song? I think so. Shang Song is looking young. Ooh, I'm liking the blue accents on the dragon there. It's in our blood. September 19th. September 19th. There's a lot oh, pre-ordered to get Shang Song uh, and beta access. Oh, I'm surprised for how much Shang Song is in the trailer. It's not. He's not like a straight up like character. Like yeah, uh, 2023 plus. <laughs> so everything you, gotta, you, you gotta make some right. DLC. It feels pretty damn cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, we keep talking about this new age of fighting games, Street Fighter Six. We have Tekken 8 on the way, but now, boom, we have Mortal Kombat coming this year, September. Feels right. I think that's a, a, a good enough gap away from uh, Street Fighter being in early June. And on top of that, Mortal Kombat is kind of in a different a different area as well, especially yeah. because like people like me love the NetherRealm single-player stuff so much. And from what I'm seeing here, this is kind of what I was saying last week. I'm looking forward to a, a little bit simpler of a story, kind of like less time travel-y and less kind of like it's everything in the kitchen sink. This seems a little bit more pared down. We're not getting too many characters. Granted, this is the first CG trailer. But yeah. from the vibe of this, this seems very story, like narrative focused. Um, and I'm in. It, seem, it seems pared back and simple in a way that I like. And I, I'm with you that I I was a bit nervous and apprehensive about how much the time stuff was going to play into this game because that was a big factor of the last game. When you build in a lot of time travel stuff, things can get really convoluted and really weird. And 
uh, suddenly everything starts to mean nothing because cool mm -hmm. time travel is coming in and re rearranging everything. This seems like it's a bit more straightforward. I know we got we got some comments on time in the begin in the beginning of the trailer, and there are like a few allusions to that, but it seems like that might not be what this game is revolving around in the way that the last Mortal Kombat is re revolved around it. I think what's interesting here is that you know them calling it Mortal Kombat One implies reboot, but this seem it feels like more of a sequel well that's the thing is i feel like this is kind of like a semi-ultimate comic situation where it is a reboot but it's also just like in the same it is part of yeah. the multiverse whatever like this seems to be like this what is... a new universe that i'm a little uh i don't remember i'm hazy on some yeah. of the the lore of the where the last dlc stuff ended but sun so sun king fire god fire Liu, god. Liu king at the end of aftermath um, he's he was basically reshaping the timeline. Because, so like, I mentioned this is him, the new a new timeline. Yeah, game, one, right? one so thousand Mortal Kombat one timeline, whatever. So yeah, because of that, I imagine that's kind of just the setup to keep it in line with the rest of them. But then I don't think we're, they're going to touch on that much throughout the story. Maybe at the end of it, post credit tease or something. Well, get that's, back to it, which I'm down for. The interesting thing is that yeah, so Mortal Kombat eleven, the proper game ended with uh, like Chronica was erasing the timeline up until up until the point of the game because she wanted to reshape the um, the the timeline fire <laughs> it's always chronica you know smoking on that chronica but um fire Luke, fire god Luke Kang comes through you know fights i defeat. called him the sun king <laughs> sun king i mean you're not far off so close so far <laughs> but yeah it comes through defeats her and then i think it, depending on how you end it it's like it's you raiden and katana that are um like reshaping time and like recreating the timeline in like a proper way but then aftermath happens shang sung uh and i think like raiden and fujin come through and then like that begins that quest and then at the end of that game of course you have to fight shang sung um or as shang sung you fight <laughs> Liu kang depending on which side you choose but i, I assume the canon, canon yeah the canon is going to be as uh Liu kang you defeat shang sung and then the cutscene that plays after is Liu Kang creating this new timeline, but then you cut to this martial arts school um, in what looks more like Mortal Kombat 1. It has exactly. more of the vibes of Mortal Kombat 1, and it's people doing martial arts, and then you, you um, transition into a room with Kung Lao, and this is Kung Lao chilling, and then Fire God <laughs> Liu Kang shows up and is like, yeah, I've chosen you as my champion, and that's pretty much where it cuts. And yeah. so you imagine that that's what this story is going to be. It's going to be... Luke, the god Liu Kang training up Kung Lao, or at least having Kung Lao represent him, yeah. probably represent Earth, I guess, in I mean, another Mortal Kombat. Different factions here, even the way that the trailer was set up of like multiple characters in different groups. And they even teased the whole thing of like, will you fight against each other or fight together? Yeah. And then it kind of seems like at the end, the, the VO at least kind of was like, no, we're going to fucking fight. Um, but that I do think is interesting to separate the characters in, in that fashion. And I feel like that makes sense from a Nether Realm, like, um, campaign perspective where mm. they normally do that of like bouncing between a couple different storylines and you have different fights from different perspectives yeah it's super interesting that the characters that we're seeing so far are all classic mortal kombat characters we're not seeing the combat kids come through right like we're combat not kids. there's no like takeda or uh it's always like kung lao's cousin and then like uh like uh, um what's his name johnny cage's kid and then um jack's kid we're not jackie briggs we're not seeing the, them pop up in this trailer which makes me wonder if we see them pop up i saw somebody mention on twitter um oh, i'm trying to remember i think it might have been ash Parrish from the verge who mentioned like what if those characters come through because they show up and they're like, hey, we got to get rid of this timeline because we want to exist. Like, we're fighting for our existence. And so now you have the timelines clashing again. Again, I think that would be convoluted. I'm fine with, with those characters not coming back, at least in the proper game. Bring them back as DLC if you want to. But yeah, I like that we're getting back to basics. I like that we're getting back to like Mortal Kombat 1, 2, 3 roster. Kit roster for sure. Interesting in the chat, people are bringing up that on the website, there's more info saying that it's an assist fighter. So that's actually what I want to get into. So Ryan Dinsdale at IGN has his article breaking down the Mortal Kombat announcement, and it reads like this. Warner Brothers Games and NetherRealm Studios have officially revealed that a rebooted Mortal Kombat 1 will arrive on September 19th for PS5, Xbox Series X, Switch, and PC. Following an earnings call tease uh, earlier this year, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and NetherRealm announced Mortal Kombat 1 officially on its website and released a reveal trailer. Mortal Kombat 1 is the latest title in the acclaimed Mortal Kombat franchise developed by NetherRealm, uh, the, reads the post on the website. 
Quote, the game will introduce a reborn Mortal Kombat universe that has been created by fire god Liu Kang, featuring reimagined versions of iconic characters as they've never been seen before, along with a new fighting system, game modes, bone-crushing finishing moves, and more, end quote. These characters so far include Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden, uh, Kung Lao, Katana, Molina, Shang Tsung, Johnny Cage, and many more. NetherRealm has confirmed these characters to feature in a new story mode, but is yet to reveal which other game modes will feature in Mortal Kombat 1. Pre-ordering a $109.99 premium version, so $110, uh, will get player early access beginning on September 14th alongside... 1,250 dragon crystals, the in-game currency. With a K. Uh, with a K. Yeah, I can't forget the K. Uh, you can all, you also get a Johnny Cage skin styled after Jean-Claude Van Damme. Cool. Uh, early access to six new playable characters uh, and five new cameo fighters. Cameo spelled with a K. Cameo spelled with a K. Shout out to Rare, the Rare cameo. Uh, these cameo fighters, this is all cameo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they're fighting. That game. <laughs> these cameo fighters are a new roster of characters that assist the player during matches and are chosen from a unique roster separate to the main Mortal Kombat 1 characters. A beta will also take place in August for those who pre-order any version of the game on PS5 and Xbox Series X, while post-launch NetherRealm uh, will add cross-play and cross-regression. Post-launch? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like that. That, that stuck out to me right that, there. That, I, I didn't know. I didn't see that pre- uh, previously. Not good, but... um. I'm interested in the assist characters being different. It's like Marvel versus Capcom 1. Yes. Uh, where some of the characters weren't actually playable if they were assists. But uh, that's, that's I, cool. I think it kind of opens it up a bit. But yeah, what, what's your take on this? I mean, I, 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 it's different for sure from Mortal Kombat. Like, I, I, my hope going into this was that we'd see maybe a tag team fighting mode. Because I really like that. Um, I really like that in fighting games in general. But even, I believe Mortal Kombat 9 had a tag team uh, mode that I played with friends all the time. And I believe that one even had it so that you and your friend can be on a tag team. So you switch back and forth. And I love that type of shit. Uh, assist stuff, not really my jam, actually, when it comes to, to, to fighting games. Like, I am, I am not a big Marvel versus Capcom person. And, like, I've grown to be over the years, right? Like, I've, I've warmed up to the idea of playing a, um, like a King of Fighters type game or a Marvel versus Capcom type game. But for me, when I read Assist Fighters, my mind immediately goes to, oh, man, you're going to take characters who I really want to play as and make them Assist Fighters in the way that... When we talk about Smash, we talk about trophies and like, oh, okay, well, if they're going to be a trophy, that means that they're not going to be a playable character in this game. Like if, if I'm a, a fucking nerd who wants to play as Bo Raicho in Mortal Kombat, which I am, Bo Raicho seems like a character they would make, a, they would make a, yeah. an assist fighter, a cameo fighter instead of a mainline fighter, which I get because he's not as, you know, front and center as a Scorpion or a Sub-Zero. But um, I, that's my fear with it. I, my, my, my fear is that we see characters get sidelined into be, being uh, these cameo fighters. But what's your read on it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you there for sure. But I, I like the idea of this being a pared-down experience in a smaller roster, but they will grow that over time. It's Mortal Kombat. They yeah. always do, and it gets kind of like, wow. I mean, even here, they're already getting Jean-Claude Van Damme involved in some way, so that should be interesting. Cameo's next. Um, but I, I think it's cool, and I feel like depending on how intensive the assists are, whether it is more just pop and do the one move and pop out, yeah. or if it is a little bit more involved like we've seen in some other games. Um, I think it could be very cool visually. And for a game like Mortal Kombat, that imagine this game... Hold on, let me see something. Is it only next-gen? You said all the consoles. Well, uh, it's next-gen and then Switch. Yeah. So that's interesting. But on the PlayStation and Xbox side, it is just next-gen. It is, it is being... I saw somewhere that's being developed by a different studio for okay. Switch. So then you got to imagine it, it's going to have like a lot of those fancy features and like graphics and particles and everything. Yeah. So add assist to that. I think it's gonna be a very flashy game, very gory, yeah. very flashy. Are there any modes that you want uh, that you want to see? They talk about, of course, the story mode is coming back, which it has to because that is mm-hmm. now Mortal Kombat's mainstay. That is the thing that people love from the new Mortal Kombat games. Are there other things that you'd love to see there? That's it, man. I like the story. I like, with these games, like I back in the day loved the PS2 era of wow, by Deadly Alliance and Deception. You get. 20 different games because there's so many mini games and yeah. things and they're all fun in their own ways. Where we're at nowadays, I would rather just focus on the things that I need. Like even with uh, Injustice 2, I remember booting it up and like just being overwhelmed with the amount of modes and stuff. And I'm, I'm sure that they're for some people, but they're not for me. Yeah. You know, I'm just there for the story and then maybe just some fun multiplayer matches. But really, NetherRealm story is why, why I'm playing these games. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I, I do like the gimmicky stuff. You know the chess combats, the the um, cart combat. I think it might have been called um, all all that stuff. I'm down with the 
towers i know i know a lot of people love the towers the towers i can be kind of hit or miss on i don't really care when it when i when it feels grindy that's when they lose me and i yeah. feel like lately with the mortal Kombat stuff the towers have been on the more grindy side of like yeah collect all these things so you can buy the things and collect the things like even here where they're talking about the dragon crystals i read that and my eyes glaze over a little bit um but yeah like it's mortal Kombat. like i'm excited for the story i'm excited to play with friends all that stuff is going to be there i'm curious to see more of the character roster are we going to get new characters that we haven't seen before what does that come in the form of and then yeah who are going to be the assist fighters who are going to be the, the cameo fighters <laughs> that get sidelined or like is that going to work as a cool thing are we going to get that and, and, and then go this is the future of mortal Kombat. actually this was very additive we've seen that happen with mortal Kombat. i feel like with all the iterations that have come through recently where in mortal Kombat 9 they brought us back to 2d and it was fucking fantastic mm -hmm. right and like that game brought us in with the brought us the story mode and it was fucking fantastic right um yeah the x-ray feature the, god that was so that was dope as hell so mortal Kombat um 11 brought in the different fighting styles that you can choose per character and even though that that was like i like it and i don't like it at yep. the same time all, for me. always with those things yeah but i know a lot of people that did dig that stuff and so at the very least they're innovating and finding ways to freshen up the franchise and make there a reason for this to be a new iteration as opposed to just like an update like a dlc this seems like a hey let's build something new from the ground up once again and try to push things forward in a cool exciting. way. Very exciting stuff. Story number two, speaking of exciting stuff, GTA 6 might be coming out as soon as next year. This is Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Publisher Take-Two Interactive may have just teased the release window for the next entry in the biggest gaming franchise of all time, Grand Theft Auto 6. It could be on the way as soon as next year. In a press release reissued, or not reissued, in a press release issued alongside its yearly earnings report, Take-Two shared pro pro uh, projections for the coming years, including a massive projection for fiscal years 2025 and 2026. For context, fiscal 2025 will begin in April of 2024. Quote, looking ahead, fiscal 2025 is a highly anticipated year for our company, the release states. Uh, it continues, for the last several years, we have been preparing our business to release an incredibly robust pipeline of projects that we believe will take our company to even greater levels of success. In fiscal 2025, we expect to enter this new era by launching several groundbreaking titles that we believe will set new standards in our industry and enable us to achieve over $8 billion in net bookings and over $1 billion in adjusted unrestricted operating cash flow. We expect to sustain this momentum by delivering even higher levels of operating results in fiscal 2026 and beyond, end quote. While Take-Two doesn't explicitly, stay, uh, explicitly name Grand Theft Auto here, it's hard to imagine any other franchise doing this work for them. I'm going to pause there and say it's hilarious to read through their statement of, of like $8 billion we're looking forward to in that fiscal year and have anything in, in mind aside from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like it's either Grand Theft Auto or you're planning to invade a country. Like it, 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 that's wild. That's wild that they're talking about that and not even you, you just straight up using the words Grand Theft Auto. Yep. But to continue on with Rebecca Valentine's article, for one, Take-Two's net bookings this past fiscal year reached $5.3 billion, a record annual high. Notably, this record was reached thanks to contributions of Zynga, which it acquired last year. Prior to this, Take-Two's regular annual net bookings were looking roughly in the $3 billion park, uh, ballpark and steadily rising. It took the acquisition of a major mobile developer to see them leap over $1 billion in the space of a single year. So to achieve a goal of $8 billion, Take-Two would need to make, uh, make significant acquisitions or release nearly double the amount of games it historically has or release at least one absolute behemoth of a game, a.k.a. Grand Theft Auto. Notably, Take-Two expects to do even better in its takings the following year, something that seems impossible without the likes of GTA Online built on the foundations of a brand new GTA game to propel its revenue sky high. It's hard to imagine any other franchise or even multiple new games combined doing these kind of numbers. I mean, yeah. We're getting it. We're getting it. And like, so <laughs> something interesting uh, that I saw Imran posting about is, so with Red Dead Redemption uh, 2 at over 53 million copies sold, mm -hmm. like absolutely astronomical number, but even compared to GTA, it's like, oh, it did well. Yeah. But like, if GTA is just You compare so to GTA and you're like, it did I. <laughs> you compare it to anything else, like those numbers are, are wild. But Imran uh, brings up an interesting uh, observation here saying, while to consider Rockstar and Take-Two just didn't make a current-gen Red Dead Redemption 2 port, there's no way it wouldn't make back the money. So the only other reason would have been opportunity cost. Mm -hmm. So add that together with everything you're saying here. It's like, yeah, GTA 6, we know is being worked on, but it's been being worked on and i feel like we are getting to that point where 
it's been a couple years since we're saying GTA 6 will be in a couple years. Yeah. So as the years go on and we just get deeper into this console cycle and, and more and more of them are um, in people's hands and there is a new kind of like standard of um, hardware in households, I feel like it's time. It, yeah. it, and for them to come out and just change the game, utterly change the game, bless. When GTA 6 drops, every record will be shattered. 1, every single one. We'll look at Pokemon and laugh. Zelda, yeah. who the fuck are you? <laughs> who the fuck are you, Zelda? Uh, I want to bring in a question from Jake Rocks 007 who writes in the kindoffunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can, and says, with GTA 6 possibly coming out in the next 12 months and E3, and I'm going to stop you there, it, it, it'll come out in the next, let's say, 12 to 18 months or 12 to 24 months. I don't know about the next 12 months. But with GTA 6 possibly coming out soon and E3 season starting, do you believe we are about to see the first glimpses of the game? If so, whose press conference will it be at? Sony, Xbox, Summer Game Fest, or will Rockstar not want to share the stage and do something themselves, not wanting to share the spotlight? Also, if you want to get, uh, if you want to guess for fun, who will get exclusive content slash marketing, and who can guess the release date the closest? Ooh, I love this. Yeah. So let's start off with that yeah. first half. Do we see it in the summer season get revealed? This summer season, I would say there is a twenty percent chance. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it was yesterday. I forget if it was the conversation I was having with you or Greg, because you guys were both on KFGD. Um, but we were talking about, like, would a GTA 6 show up at PlayStation Showcase? Yeah, it was us. Yeah. I, I, so, I find it hard to imagine, like, GTA 6. Because if you're, if you're going to have GTA 6 at a showcase, that is the closer. That is the, all right, now everybody, like, eyes, I, like, I, eyes toward GTA 6. This is the big thing. That's what the, that's what the entire day, that's what the entire week becomes about. It's all about GTA 6. Because there's no bigger announcement you can make than that. On the marketing agreement side, yeah, if PlayStation gets the marketing agreement with GTA 6 for sure. Like, I think that that would make a lot of sense. Would they? Like, would Rockstar even give anybody the specific marketing agreements in that way when no it's shot. GTA 6? Like, they don't really need that, right? Red like, Dead, I remember in my first week uh, at IGN, Red Dead Redemption 2 was officially announced with that teaser. Yeah. And they just fucking, like, they just tweeted it out, man. And that's, the, like, that's what Rockstar can do. Yeah, they don't need anybody. They have that power. So I, I think this is past summer game fest on a fucking random wednesday morning uh sometime in like october you know i also think that for even for the playstation side i would think that playstation wants to wants to close out a playstation showcase with a playstation game like they want people to treat those games like the end all be all i think it would even make more sense to see a gta 6 at a summer game fest where there you do get to own the own the day you're going to be the closer you're going to be the biggest thing and jeff Keighley has everything to gain from that jeff Keighley would absolutely love that in the way that Elden Ring came through a couple years ago and was that for him. GTA 6 is a big step up from that even. And I think that would I think that would be such a get there. Even there like again to Barry's point, it doesn't have to be that. Like it could just be a Twitter post. I think GTA 6 is coming out. I think that's the most likely outcome. Like I think that it's a 90% lock that GTA 6 will be announced via Rockstar. Yeah. Whether it's a tweet or a promoted stream that they do or, or something. I, I do think that they're going to try to eventize it a little bit more than they did with the Red Dead. But even with Red Dead, it wasn't just a random tweet, right? Like, wasn't there, like, there was a, some type like of build-up to think, that tweet. Uh, people are in the chat are saying they changed the color of their logo on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. that. Okay, cool. So that type of thing, it's like, cool. I, again, I can there was see no them. showcase affiliate. Like, they literally it was just a like, thing they, they released on their YouTube, on YouTube and socials. And Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I can see that type of thing happening again, but just with where we're at now, I can see them also trying to get even more eyes just as streaming has become even more prevalent, the way that these events happen and people get views and monetize the announcement itself. But um, I think there's also a different likelihood that, although slim, that it could be tied to PlayStation just because that synergy of wanting to dominate the market and make extra money. Like, why wouldn't Rockstar, Rockstar want to make the money that PlayStation would be willing to pay just for mm-hmm. having that be part of something? I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I do think that that's not out of the realm of possibility. And Keely, yes, he would die for yeah, this. Yeah, he would maybe uh, kill for this. Like, 100%. <laughs> and, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. But also, it could. It could. Yeah, I, it's just a very, very slim possibility. Xbox, I think, is not in a position for that to happen mainly because of how caught up they are in a lot of the legal stuff and the act, um, acquisitions and all that. Mm. I just feel like the money and the, 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 it's messy. It's too messy. I feel like you don't go with mess. You go with the shirt thing. Yeah. But here's my thing. This game really is coming out next fiscal year, right? If this game is coming out, let's say 2020, let's say fall end of 2024. Mm-hmm. 
you got to announce it soon, right? Like, you got to get that ball rolling. This is GTA 6 we're talking about. There's a lot I mean, to talk about. There's a lot to get hype about here. You do and you don't, about. though, right? Like, I think that, again, it's Rockstar. They don't need to do anything. It's one of the only games they can put out, and boom, it's going to sell no matter what just because of the title. Um, look at here at 180 million sold for GTA 5. 180 million copies of this video game. That's wild. What? That's the, 18 we use. We talk about Mario Kart 8 being this insane market leader when it comes to sales, and that's at what? 30? 30? I think like 50 something. 50 million. Cool. 180. 180 million, man. Like, that is so absolutely wild. I, I'm excited, man. I, I love that we've been talking about GTA 6 for years, and like not much has changed. Like We're still just talking about it, but time has passed, so at some point we're getting it. I think we're going to get it sometime. It's wild that more people, like, and I know it doesn't work this way, but when you just take it per units, technically in that way more people have bought gta 5 than switches the switch consoles mm -hmm. it's fucking crazy mm -hmm. any individual like, any individual modern console really like you can apply that to that's fucking wild mm -hmm. it's a lot of copies that's crazy dude man like, i can't wait for gta 6 to the second part of jake rock's question here right um i, I guess we already talked about exclusive content slash marketing i don't think anybody's going to get exclusive content slash marketing I think PlayStation's going to get marketing. Okay. I, content, I don't think so. I think that like that trend has changed, but I do think that there will be commercials and shit or the PlayStation or whatever the fuck they do nowadays. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then Grand Theft Auto. Greatness awaits. So, yeah. That's, that's the old one. Um, and then who can guess the release date the closest? I'm, I'm sticking with fall, like late, late 2024. I'm going to say October. So their MO is September, October for these things, right? Yeah. Red Dead 2 was September, I want to say, and uh, October is the normal month, at least I remember being for... Uh, September the... was um, oh, GTA, GTA 5. 5 yeah, well. and October was uh, Red, Red Dead. Dude, I, I remember that September well, because I almost failed my classes because of GTA 5. <laughs> 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 I was like, what, I, was, I was what, a junior in college? Mm. And yeah, no, that was, a, that was rough. Yeah. That was a rough semester. Oh, yeah. September, October 2024, I feel, is the target goal. It's Rockstar. Things can shift. Things will shift if they need them to. So I can see it uh, being pushed to the to 2025 sometime early, but I don't think that they want to do that. Mm. So I'm bouncing right now between saying either October 2024 or May 2025. All right. We'll have to see. Ladies and gentlemen, let me talk about patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Over at patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can go and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use the code KINDAFUNNY. You can get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Promo code KINDAFUNNY at ShadyRays.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
Story number three, Sony unveils the access controller uh, for PS5 to assist disabled players. This is Ed Nightingale at Eurogamer. Sony has revealed the name of its accessibility controller, previously known as Project Leonardo. The access controller for PS5, as it's now known, was first revealed at CES earlier this year and is a highly customizable controller kit to help players with disabilities play games more easily. Sony has also revealed the UI for the controller as it will appear on the console. The access controller features an array of swappable buttons and stick caps, as well as the ability to use it in multiple orientations or secured to a tripod. Uh, through four 3.5mm aux ports, uh, players can plug in their own additions like switches, buttons, or analog sticks. As for the UI, players will be able to create personalized settings and configurations in a distinct profile, uh, including setting the controller orientation, button assignments, stick sensitivity, and more. Further, the access controller can be paired with a DualSense for use as one virtual controller or to play collaboratively with another player. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's great. You know, you, you see Xbox do so many different things when it comes to the hardware side and even the software side uh, to help accessibility. And PlayStation has done an excellent job, I would say, on the software side and operating system side to make sure that PlayStation Studios games at least have the options needed. They're, they're getting the consultation that is required from the, the right people to be able to progress in this way and they've been a little behind on the the hardware side to to be able to help so yeah this is awesome i imagine that they consulted with people necessary for this but um i think that it's it's a great step regardless of putting these things out and at least trying to help more and more people as time goes on 1000 percent. i recommend people who are interested in this go check out the youtube video on the playstation youtube channel it's a six six minute and 40 uh, six minute and 46 second video of them detailing all the stuff that you can do with it i like how sleek it looks mm -hmm. i know that's the thing that doesn't come up as much when it comes to the accessibility hardware but i look at that i'm like yo they, they brought that in line with the whole ps5 aesthetic yeah you know you got that you got the, the dual sense edge now you got the access controller that can live on the same shelf and look pretty dope so good on you mm -hmm. story number four Lords of the Fallen arrives this October. This is from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. Lords of the Fallen is coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC on October 13th this year. Revealed in a gameplay reveal trailer, developer Hexworks has given fans a proper first look at the Dark Souls, and not first, uh, fans a first proper look at the Dark Souls and Elden Ring-esque game running on Unreal Engine 5. Quote, Mornstead has fallen. Its great army decimated by the legions of Adir, the demon god, uh, reads a dramatic opening screen, quote, but one light still flickers in the ever-growing gloom, the light of the dark crusader, end quote. The trailer then slips into gameplay, showing a range of environments and enemies present in the spiritual successor to 2014's Lords of the Fallen. Tim, I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I've not cared about this game up until now. We've yeah. seen trailers at various events. It's all been CGI stuff with weird music choices. Mm -hmm. And I've been like, all right, cool. It looks, it looks fine. It's whatever. This will appeal to the Lords of the Fallen fan. I watched this full trailer. It looks actually pretty cool. Now, looks now actually that they're pretty telling good. you that it's an Elden Ring-like, you're like, oh. I read yeah. Elden Ring-like, and I was like, <laughs> actually, game of the year. Let's <laughs> fucking go. But uh, if you fast forward, they have more gameplay bits, and it really does look like um, that like that style of fantasy action game, right? It looks like it's going to appeal to to that audience. Um, and it makes me want to pick it up. And now has a date. Every time I see the character from Elden Ring that has like the armor with like the red like hair or feathers or something coming out, mm -hmm. and then there's this character that looks exactly the same. Reminds me of Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Yeah, why yeah. so? Uh, there's a character in the the Keyblade War that, that looks <laughs> no, like no, that. No, don't don't talk more words after saying Keyblade War. <laughs> <laughs> Keyblade War. I don't know, man. Birth by Sleep. I mean, he sounds as insane as we do when we talk about the the Kong War. You know, bless. Nah, man, the Kong War is as straightforward as it goes, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Monkey Kong needs to sell his arms so he can pay for his, his rent and also so he can protect the Kongs from the Kremlins out there. Kremlins be out there. The Kremlins be out there. It's the Kremlins. You know the Kremlins. No, not the... No. <laughs> They're like these alligator guys that walk on two feet. Like King K. Rule. King K. Rule. You know that if you put K. Rule together, it spells cruel. So yeah, it's crazy. Whoa. It's crazy. <laughs> Story number five: Xbox debuts PC games to NVIDIA GeForce Now uh, members beginning today. This comes directly from Sarah Bond over on Xbox Wire, the Xbox official blog. 
We're thrilled to share that starting today, NVIDIA GeForce Now Cloud Gaming members in the UK, the US, the European Union, and around the world can stream Gears 5 and on May 25th. Try to stop right there. What up? I just, I know that it's not. Actually, I don't know. Maybe it is. I just love the unintentional shade there of, hey, we're, th we're thrilled to say starting today on GeForce Now, a cloud-based thing um, for the UK, US, and the European Union. And the European Union. I did see they, they separated <laughs> that out. They're, I mean, they're observing Brexit or whatever. Uh, but yeah, May 25th, we'll be able to enjoy fan favorites death loop uh, grounded and pentiment this is just the beginning of our forward-thinking 10-year partnership with nvidia to make pc games from the xbox game studios and bethesda available to their geforce now members together we're accelerating access to players around the globe by letting them choose how and when they game this is the first in a series of partnerships we're activating to make our PC games available to players globally through a variety of cloud gaming services, starting with NVIDIA GeForce Now and with Boosteroid, Ubitus, EE, and Nware in the future. They made some of those up. Uh, we remain committed to releasing current titles from Xbox Game Studios and Bethesda and future Activision Blizzard uh, PC games once Microsoft's acquisition closes. And yeah, this is 1,000% them being like, all right, like the CMA is going to block us. Hey, let's show that we're doing work right now. Like, let's make games available right now to NVIDIA GeForce Now to reinforce the fact that, hey, we're, we're committed. You know, cloud we're gaming, it's not, it's not a monopoly. Our games are everywhere. Yeah. And also, shout out to Gears 5. Yeah? Yeah. I All like right. Gears 5 a lot. You play Gears 5? No. There's, I, I, the first, I mean, it's a great game. Fantastic game. Mm -hmm. But there's some of like the first three hours that are just really, really good stuff. Oh, yeah. There's one set piece in particular about three hours in that I'm like, huh, I think about that a lot. Oh, yeah. Think about it a lot. Do you think about it more than the Keyblade Wars? Definitely not. I think <laughs> the music during that shit is too hype, man. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I, if there's anything that I, I trust and love about Kingdom Hearts, it is the music. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts music is fucking mm -hmm. goaded. Mm -hmm. Story number six. BlizzCon 2023 returns to a live event in November. This is Stephanie Nunnally Jackson at, video, at uh, VG 24-7. Blizzard has announced BlizzCon will be returning to the Anaheim Convention Center on November 3rd through the 4th. It's been around four years since the last live show, but it's coming back and you can book rooms now for it. Quote, our players are at the heart of what makes BlizzCon great, a place where games are the common ground for connection and friendship, said the studio. Quote, whether you're coming to hang out with your friends uh, you only ever get to see online, celebrating epic moments in the games we love, exploring what's on offer in the convention center halls, or eager to learn what's next for our universes, BlizzCon is being created for you. It's the community that has always made this event so special, and we can't wait to see you all again, end quote. More deets on the show will be shared next month, including ticketing information, cosplay, and other competition details. Cool. It is cool. Um kind of interested in this like just thinking back the last couple of years of blizzcon were controversial to yeah. say the least for m multitudes of reasons um and i feel like a lot of those reasons have changed some of them haven't and uh with where they're at now, it's actually kind of wild how many reasons like blizzcon yeah. has been such a weird thing because what it went from the whole diablo immortal situation of mm -hmm. literally fans of the audience walking up and being like is this an out of season april fool joke and making fun of <laughs> this game announcement that they just did like to their faces yeah that went viral like that's wild. there was the whole blitz chung situation um with, with the china stuff and then like of course there's been the whole hubbub with activision blizzard and the sexual harassment and um like the just in in office toxic work environment that's been going on where every year there's been a different reason to be mad at blizzard yeah. and it's back in person now and, and then so, now with all that the acquisition stuff too with the, the acquisition, side, acquisition it's like stuff. it's just it, there's an the overwatch, overwatch campaign <laughs> yeah. not being there so i mean I, I don't know i don't know what this means i don't know if this is just uh hey let's just get back to it and like have it be a community thing and like try to get things to be good again or uh they, they're talking about announcements so Maybe they yeah, I mean, Diablo Four is just coming out, right? Maybe they're going to try to. That would make sense, right? They're follow up on content. Yeah, they're for that. sure going to yeah, talk okay. about content for that. But eh, another Blizzard. I'm sure there will be a, a WoW thing, probably a WoW classic thing. Ask me to name more Blizzard franchises. I got you. Hearthstone, Starcraft. Hearthstone, Starcraft. Starcraft won't be there. Is the Starcraft, Starcraft still get new content? No, I've not heard somebody say the word, name Starcraft in years. Well, Starcraft. It's Ghost. one of the three games Alyssa has ever played. It is pop. I mean, she played a lot in college. I, I know for a fact that yeah, StarCraft historically super popular. But that's what, what's one of the ones where when we talk about like those games that people are playing that we just don't think about, like the um, it's hard to even think of those games off the top of my head. StarCraft is one that like I feel like is even buried beneath that. Of you, you say the word StarCraft, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Like people play that. That's wild. I mean, StarCraft was 
absolutely huge. Like yeah. it was one of the bigger ones. Like I mean, especially in the late '90s and when StarCraft Two was coming out, been? the hype. I'm, ta- I'm talking about today though. Yeah, yeah for sure. Historically, been? StarCraft fucking huge. Oh, I remember yeah. my best friend growing up being a big StarCraft person. I mean, dude, like the, the computer. Um, what are they called? Uh, not clubs. Um, Communities, places, forums, the places you go to to play computer games with friends, like land centers. Oh land centers, yeah, that's what it is. Like all those things were computer cafes, like all that cyber cafe. That's it, cyber cafes. It was uh, StarCraft and Counter Strike. Mm. Just that's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I all I would do was just send out a bunch of reavers. There's these big like snail tank things, mm. like slugs. I liked them. I liked the way yeah. they looked. So I would just reaver everyone up. I didn't win ever. I what if they announced StarCraft. a new StarCraft? StarCraft three. Three, I think or people would be really excited. They come out and they announce StarCraft Ghost. Get craftier. As building the sign, they're like, we've learned from Zelda. People love it so much in Zelda. Let's make a new StarCraft and let people make fucking StarCraft, airplanes and shit. The mobile game. You have phones, don't you? That yeah, seems StarCraft like something that exists. That'll go over well. Hold on, Star. <laughs> that's got to be a thing that exists, right? StarCraft Probably. Mobile. No. 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 I feel like that. It kind of makes sense though, if you think about it. A StarCraft mobile game? Uh-huh. Listen, I typed in StarCraft mobile, and the first thing that pops up is a Reddit post from 2018 saying, wait, StarCraft dot 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 on my mobile phone, question <laughs> mark. You heard it here first. Listen. In 2018, someone on Reddit said, Somebody on Reddit. StarCraft Reddit, dot, like, dot 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 <laughs> on my mobile phone. And, and, like, there's, more, there's more threads <laughs> like it. Somebody says StarCraft mobile. Somebody says, here's StarCraft on Android. That's from 2019. People are asking for it, Tim. <laughs> Apparently, there's a quote-unquote leak. Blizzard is working on a new game, StarCraft Mobile, question mark. So, yeah, it's safe to say that StarCraft does not currently have a mobile game. <laughs> oh, that's great. But imagine if that's if that's what they uh, kick things off with at, at BlizzCon this year. It's like, star. all you see is the word StarCraft. StarCraft and people it. are, like, losing their fucking minds. People dot, are throwing up. Dot. <laughs> dot. Mobile? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Our final news story for the day, story number seven, SpongeBob is coming to Power Wash Simulator. Hell yeah. I don't even have a write-up for this one. This is one that Barrett has pulled up the little teaser video that they posted on the Power Wash Simulator website where you're in the Power Wash game, you're first person, you look down from the sky and you see a dirty old pineapple house. It's SpongeBob's Man. house, but it's all dirty. Next to Squidward's house, which is also all dirty. Next Those to Patrick's dirty rock. houses. You got to clean these houses. Use a sponge to clean. I. That's going to get a little weird. That's going to get really weird, yeah. Um, I should play Power Wash Simulator. I'm deciding it right now. I think it's really funny because we have a Slack channel uh, called KFGD that Mm -hmm. anytime anyone on the team sees a news story, they're like, oh, this should be in in Games Daily. We just Slack it, and then it makes it easier for Blast when he's prepping the show to be like, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to pull from these stories. And we all kind of... Um, there's the, the most obvious news stories that any of us see. Like Whoever sees it first throws it in there. Mm. But then there's always the ones that are a little bit more like person-specific. And so I always get excited when I get a Slack for KFGD. Do you guys feel the same way? Well, I'm like, oh, there's some news. Like, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I don't know. I what, like, I always, something's happening. Whenever, like, it, it depends on the person, right? Uh-huh. Like, if it's if it's you or Greg slacking KFGD, it's like, all right, they, they found, like, the, the biggest news of the day. Um, I always get tantalized when it's, like, Roger sending in, like, news oh, yeah. KFGD. Because I'm like, what weird shit did Roger find today? Totally. Yeah. Ro- Roger is always some, like, weird, like, something tertiary to gaming that's, like, slightly related, but just super interesting in general. Yeah. It's just great, though, because I'm always like, oh, what's happening? Like, did PlayStation announce a showcase? Like, what's going on? And I love it because, like, I swear to God, for some reason, for the last nine out of ten times I've looked when it's been bare, it's been SpongeBob related. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's just very funny. It's right? actually really funny. I, just, I, I know that I'm the only one who's getting that on his fucking feet. I just love it. I did see this one on the, in the wild. I did see this one pop up on, uh, on Twitter. you didn't put it on the, the doc? Oh, I did. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just didn't put in the KFGD channel because I was already just making uh, uh, KFGD at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm looking mm-hmm. at what are the last things Roger put in here? I'm trying, trying to find. Ro- oh, actually, no, Roger's put it in the actual news sometimes. He's doing a good job. Uh, Sorry for people watching. Sorry for people listening. Oh, shit. When do these guys get here? They're calling their shots. Mike, I think. what's up with this outfit? You look great today. Thank you, bless. And you're, and you're out of breath. And you're wearing a, a baseball. You're out of breath. Ready to just absolutely smack one across the links today. Oh, is that why all, all these golf clubs are here? Is that? Oh, I'm so There's scared of this course. video wall. Checking out the course. Seeing the course. Seeing the conditions. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. I do. Conditions here on Oak Hill. But, wait, is this a course? Is this where you're playing golf? Are you playing the golf here in the studio? Yeah. We're playing golf in the studio. Get ready. 
Is that what that's there for? <laughs> Barry, give us the give us the the jib. People need to see. Oh man, never mind. It's not gonna be there. The jib's on the way. It's working. It's right over. Tricks up our sleeves. Don't, yeah. worry, about it. don't <laughs> you worry about what that. What, stream. what is that? I can't wait. This stream is going to be an absolute blast. I'm scared about Join the boys. As they, they hit the green. I'm very scared. Is your brother here today? He's on the way. I want to send him for beers. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Tim. Golf. No! Honestly, I'd rather beer than a, a, a Coke, you know? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Tim, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited for beers. Yeah, this is going to be good. Oh, you're, you're beer happy. The beers are just so far away. Oh. <laughs> if I wanted those come out to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? <laughs> the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny game daily show hosts each and every week. I was perplexed. Yeah. You're my little spider boy. 11 out of 10. You got me there. Because, like, yeah, you and Andy are my cider boys. Anytime I know I'm hanging out with you guys or we're doing a party, I'm always like, I got to buy some ciders for these boys. Oh, yeah, man. You either get some cider or get some Ciroc. I'm on the Ciroc. No, I'm not. Cider and Ciroc, baby. Uh, out today, we got Firmament for PC, The Outlast Trials for PC, Dead Hook for MetaQuest, I Am Future for PC, Pocket Mirror, <laughs> Golden Nertrom for PC, uh, System of Souls for PS5 and PC, and X8 for PC and MetaQuest. New dates for you Slayers X launches June 1st on PC and Xbox, Bleak Sword DX is coming to Switch uh, and PC on June 8th, Homebody launches. June 1st for Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, and PC. The Case of the Golden Idol is coming to Switch on May 25th. Uh, right now, if you're watching the video version, Barrett has a trailer up for, I believe, this is the Case of the Golden Idol. Is that correct? Yeah, I just wanted to showcase uh, showcase this because I know, I think, like, the Giant Bomb crew really loved this game last year, and this was, like, oh. one that was talked about for their, like, uh, bigger game of the year, like, uh, awards and categories and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out because I feel like it went under the, the radar last year. Monochrome Morbius for PS4 and PS5 launches September 5th in North America and September 8th in Europe. Uh, Pokemon Home Support for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet launches May 24th. Yes! Holy shit! Wait! I have been waiting for this date. <laughs> no, what? When was this announced? I think it was announced today. Oh, man. Oh, your boy is very happy yeah. about this, Bless. This is very exciting times. What does, that, what does that mean for you? I get to transfer my guys to my home. Oh. And I get to organize them. Oh. The connection continues, everybody. Oh, this is great. That's exciting. This is great. I learned something today on this show. When this becomes available, Tim isn't touching Zelda or any <laughs> other game for like a month. Yeah, he's, he's getting, he, he, what was the, the raid you did last time? Terror raid with the, uh, um, um, oh man, I forget his name. Naughty something. Mm, yeah, it was like not, not Tridome, not tr Chestnut. 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 Dome. Pokemon <laughs> yeah. Y and X? Yeah. Chespin's evolution. Yep. You're going to be catching all the chestnuts. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when I get nervous. I'll be catching some chestnuts. Uh, Given Beyond the Trees. I'm sorry. <laughs> Given Beyond the Trees is coming to PS4 and PS5 on June 1st. And the maquette is coming to Nintendo Switch on May 25th. That's what happens when I get this haircut from just an older man. I listen to the Dan Levitard back, show back with, uh, with Andy and every once in a while when someone says uh, something incredibly stupid, they get like sent out in, into the penalty box. If we had a penalty box, I'd be sending you there Fair. right now. Fair. 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 <laughs> I get it. Uh, deal of the day for you. Death Stranding is free on Epic Game Store until May 25th. Oh. We got time for one reader mail. Cool. So I'm going to bring up this one from C.W. Luke who writes in takanafunny.com slash KFGD, just like you can, and says, Good morning, Bless and Tim. I watched your recap yesterday of, the, of what the PlayStation Showcase could entail, and I could feel the hype through my screen. Considering I did skip a console generation, PS4 and Xbox One, I'm even a little more hazy, but I'm wondering, has PlayStation ever missed? I know Xbox is doing its own thing slash playing catch-up, and Nintendo thrives to the beat of its own drummer, but I just can't imagine this level of hype for anyone else. Please do not get me wrong. I am not bad-mouthing anyone. I'm curious to know if after all this time, PlayStation has consistently step, stepped up its game year after year throughout their history. If so, I can't wait to see bigger and better for the next 29 years. Tim, has PlayStation ever missed? Um, in terms of their showcases, I do not think they have. In terms of any showcase they've done, period, yes. I think they've had many, many, many misses. Um, but I do think that with the way that they understand how to announce their products and market their products at this point, and with the products that they have and they've the track record that they have over the last now 
two generations of consoles like i feel like we expect them to be banger showcases and like the level of disappointment is a lot different than it is going into something else we're like oh we're hoping we see this it'd be cool if we saw that with playstation showcases there are multiple things that we just expect to be there uh very exciting things i do think that they're not alone like i think the nintendo direct levels of hype like whether the direct's gonna be good or bad the hype leading into it is like its own thing yeah right but i do think playstation showcases at this point have earned a similar pedigree of of excitement and and hype and uh, engagement with um, how interested people are, are on watching it and watching the trailers coming out of it the um spider-man uh reveal trailer whether it was the cg stuff or the gameplay trailer for insomniac's games um and the spider-man 2 um, announcement trailer are some of the most popular uh video game videos ever yeah some of the most popular spider-man marvel videos ever like that is power uh, in this day and age so um yeah I, I don't think that they that they miss i don't think when it comes to a showcase i think they know what they have and i think they're not going to fuck that up and i think yeah. they've royally fucked up the state of play brand um where people expect that to be at best a messy showcase that has uh, some exciting moments mm -hmm. um at worst just a waste of time where showcases i think they people expect them to bring the heat yeah, I, that's my thing is, I, State of Plays, I think they fucked up with State of Plays. I think those fuck up all the time. With PlayStation Showcase, especially, like, if we're just counting the last few years of PlayStation Showcases, yeah. right, which I think is what we're talking about, I don't think any of those have missed so far. Um, and even when you bring in the PlayStation E3 stuff and just the general PlayStation presentations, I think in terms of those big E3, big PlayStation Showcases, what, since, like... 2015 ish like i forgot I, I can't even remember before that like what the what, what what those were but when when they started busting out the bigger playstation first party stuff where you expect a a spider-man or a horizon or a god of war or even things like final fantasy 7 remake and games like that kingdom hearts 3 they started hitting a stride to where i don't i can't remember the last time one of those has missed necessarily i mean i think the biggest miss of a core playstation showcase so i the showcases have been ps5 on right mm -hmm. but then when you add the ones of like their e3 showcases back in the the day i'd say yeah since 2015 on they have had major bangers 2015 being the uh shenmue and last yeah. guardian and final fantasy 7 remake and then going on from that we get the god of war announcements the big things i think that the lowest year was the year that they did the last of us 2 church yeah the church and, into uh, the ghost streamer playing the and all of that and even that like it, that like was the, con downing. the content like, was there like the i think that was exactly. mainly just the formatting of it that was weird exactly and even then like i think it was that was the one that was kind of lacking in major announcements but even then if i remember correctly that's where resident evil 2 remake was like first reintroduced mm -hmm. uh in the in-betweens of that stuff so it's like banger 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 man like yeah. this next so, week's gonna be insane the one thing I'll, I'll i'll disagree with you on is i i think playstation showcase for me has exceeded nintendo direct in terms of hype and announcement and maybe this just speaks from audience to audience but I think because PlayStation has separated out the core showcase from the state of plays, with these last few showcases, you expect, oh, we're going to see the big guns. You, you're going to see everything. With Nintendo Direct, I am going into Nintendo Direct just praying that I'm going to see something from Nintendo. And like, I, I think whenever we talk about it, we're just like, hey, man, like, we're excited, but also we're open to, that, to the idea of this like falling flat. We're open to the idea of this not having anything that exciting. With PlayStation Showcase... We're going into it with the idea that you're going to see some hype shit there. So I think the difference there is, like, I don't necessarily agree with you at the core of mm -hmm. the argument, but I think the difference is uh, Place and Showcase is they only have that one brand for that big thing, mm -hmm. whereas Nintendo Direct is, is the big thing or the state of play. And so because of that, I think that it, that creates this kind of like, yeah. eh, it could be this, it could be that. But I think the hype is still there for every single Nintendo Direct because anyone could be the big one. Mm -hmm. And I think that like how you measure hype and compare it, I don't really know. But the way I'm talking about it is how many forum threads are there about the potential of this thing happening and what could potentially go on there? I think Nintendo still owns a lock on that of if there's even a thought, if someone even says the words in Nintendo Direct, that is a month of predictions and conversation about mm -hmm. when's it gonna happen but what's like, gonna be there all that PlayStation showcase has been a year and a half oh yeah of that yeah that's exactly. my thing is that and, and it, that's the thing is i playstation showcase like again we're arguing i'm arguing hype levels uh -huh. in terms of expectation of quality i think playstation showcase is in a total league of its own mm -hmm. it is i expect it to be an absolute banger i don't expect a nintendo direct to be an absolute banger i really hope it can and i know that it can be because they've done it many many times but they've also not yeah <laughs> i feel that playstation showcase is never not
And then CW looked and really specified if we're talking about showcases, just showcases or games in general. But I think in, in terms of the games conversation, every now and then you have, you'll have a miss. You know, like I, you had Days Gone back in 2019, and I think that fell short of people's expectations. You had, I don't know if you count, like, how much do you count a Destruction All-Stars in games like that, where PlayStation technically, I believe, published that, if I remember correctly? You have some of those, those in there. But like in terms of first-party stuff, I think there's been a really good consistency of quality to where i think you're more likely than not for a playstation studios thing to be really good if not fucking fantastic um and so yeah i think even there they built a lot of consistency but i wouldn't say that they've never missed um but they miss a lot less yeah. nowadays when it comes to the first party stuff in a casual way of speaking they never miss but in like yeah. a factual way yeah they've had a couple of course everybody's gonna have misses tim mm-hmm. now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Let's see here. Uh, Dante the Clerk says, a technicality, uh, but it wasn't Kung Lao. We, it wasn't the Kung Lao we know at the end of MK11 Aftermath. It was the great Kung Lao, ancestor and namesake of slicey hat kung lao <laughs> that Liu kang goes to see this was the previous champion of earth realm until he lost to goro the first loss in the, the needed 10 or in the 10 needed to merge um outworld with earth realm i think i knew that but it's, it's just there's a lot that goes on in that lore so i might have i might have not have mentioned that uh, mm, mm, mm. i feel like borzins is the only Horizon Zero Zero writes in and says, StarCraft is only getting balance patches. StarCraft is so low on priority lists right now that they canceled the StarCraft FPS, Ares, to focus on Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. All right. All right. I appreciate that. We were talking, me and uh, Greg were talking, um, I think it was last week maybe, about Mortal Kombat and how, um, what's his name, was uh, cast as Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. Um him the guy from the boys carl urban carl urban was cast yeah and not official right it's still just a rumor but oh yeah i think that was that's was, that was a rumor yeah. um but <laughs> greg mentioned the idea of what if they use his likeness in the next mortal Kombat game as johnny cage and i i really like i recoiled at the idea i didn't i don't like it i don't like it so i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad that it seems like we're sticking with the likenesses that we got in the previous games and i think john claude van damme at least as an outfit works even better i like john claude van damme i like that for, for johnny cage carl urban as long as much as I like the ans- the the um the actor, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I, I'm semi with you on that, but I don't know how I feel about you being like, yeah, but John Claude Van Damme, Johnny <laughs> Cage, that adds up. I don't know. No, I don't know. John Claude Van Damme, Barry, bring up a picture of John. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't bring up a picture of John. <laughs> oh, I'm looking up John Claude. If you're gonna talk, I would have. He's to the it. muscles from Brussels, Barrett. He just right. doesn't. He's fit the muscles the mold. from Brussels, everybody. But Johnny Cage is the muscles from Hollywood. Right? But then that's a big difference. <laughs> He's the muscles yeah, from Hollywood. Yeah. You know? uh, tomorrow's hosts for Kind of Funny Games Daily are going to be Greg and Tim. Hell yeah. If you're watching this live, right after this, the boys are playing golf. Golf. So stay tuned. Have some fun. Hit the links, as they call it. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time. Game Daily.